When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nazi. Let me tell you something about fucking Nazis, all right? I stand by what Nazis aren't on the rise. There isn't a rising threat of Nazis. You know how I know this? I travel the world, okay? I go everywhere. I'm from Virginia. I'm six foot tall, 200 pounds, blonde hair, blue eyes. Never once have I been approached by a Nazi to be recruited. I'm a first round draft pick for the fucking Nazi party, okay? High second round at worst. And no one's ever come up to me like, hello, would you like to hear more about our organization? <laughs> we have some pamphlets we could show you, perhaps you'd be interested. <laughs> You're listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast, bringing you all the important talking points every week. And most importantly, Nazi-free since 2015, Alison Wilhelmen. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and I am talking to a time hopping man in the pa- man of the past. Because uh, it's uh, eight o'clock where you're at, and it's seven o'clock. But my future is your past. Mm. Yeah. No, it doesn't work that way, does it? <laughs> Good morning, Loose Cannon. You were calling us from uh, Indiana today. I am. Yes, the L and LC stands for Looper. What do you think of that? Mm, that's pretty good. Yeah, a bit of a stretch. Kind so, of a, a movie most people skipped. So, oh, okay, great. <laughs> like I say, my movie references are all spot on, right? I liked it though. So, okay, good. Yeah, I'm sitting in a car, I only have so much air. So let's get this going. Uh, are you like a ch- uh, a dog locked up while everybody goes into the store or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Somebody's going to arrest my my uh, my parent <laughs> for, for for leaving me in the driveway this way. I hope like sometime during this broadcast, some like uh, local neighborhood hero breaks a window to get you out. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, are you okay? Yes, I'm just yelling about Great White. Leave me alone. <laughs> you, what you should do is drop your keys on the car outside, and then anytime someone walks by, like, hey, help, help! I locked myself in. <laughs> Just 
confuse the shit out of them. I gotcha. So besides my my odd uh, recording studio situation, uh, to to be able to, to make sure that we have new every content. T- every time you oh. record in your car, you make a big ordeal about your recording in your car. Yeah, I do. I, I think it's quite a struggle. Uh, the struggle is real, man. <laughs> I think people need to know. People, I think this makes the show better seeing me in a car. You mock me for pointing out where Dickinson, North North Dakota is. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, it, it makes the story better if you know the GPS coordinates of the uh, uh, of the situation. All right. So. See, when he says yeah. studio, he actually means a rental car, people. <laughs> but, exactly. Hilarious. Hilarious, you get it? Oh god. It's a, it's a play on words. It's not even a play on words. It's not even a pun. It's not even wit. It's not, not even, even funny. <laughs> no. Zing. It's called deletable it's called deletable content. It's called it's called you know what it is? You know it's like, oh, this is the part where LC is talking. This is also known as the thirty second skip ahead. Oh man. Oh god. Now, now I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I think it's great. I love tearing into myself. Uh, I, you know, I don't need anybody else to even do it. Yeah, <laughs> you're your own worst enemy. I really am. Yes. So uh, yes, what's, what's going? On? So uh, yeah, man. So what's going on in your? Besides my uh, meaningless anecdotes, do you have any? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only kind I have, Luce. It's really... <laughs> okay. Good. We've been good for five and a half years. Let's keep it going. All right. Well, yeah, I did have something that I thought I'd share with you and the listeners. Uh, Please. A, a little off topic, but we, we, we venture this way once in a while. Um, there is a town just about an hour north of, of where I live here called Stillwater, Minnesota. It's uh, it's mm-hmm. kind of a quaint little uh, city, I guess. It's known for two things. Uh, it's prison and antiquing. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's actually kind of a nice little getaway. There's about a uh, I don't know five block stretch downtown along the river. They have a lift bridge down there, and it's a bunch of antique stores and actually some amazing food. A lot of great local uh, local restaurants. You know, you're not going to find a Chili's or anything like that down in this area. Um, so the wife, a couple times a year, the wife and I will will just go up there just to kind of kill some time, spend some time together, that kind of thing. Um, and you know, it's also a fairly cheap date, depending on what uh, kind of shit I might stumble across in an antique store. But for the most part, you know, it's just a a, a way to, to to spend a you know, exp- if the weather's nice, you get to be outside and all that stuff, all that good kind of crap. But also, the food's great. By antiquing, do you mean that you might go home with a VHS copy of Wanted Dead or Alive? <laughs> uh, beta. Beta. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know what kind of antiquing you're speaking of. Either uh, flea market or actual antiquing, antiquing. So yeah. Well, these are antique stores. I mean, it's not like a flea market. No, there's a, oh, okay. uh, probably a good dozen stores. But yeah, that's the kind of crap I come home with. Those are beer glasses, or I don't know. My, you know, I find vinyl there. You know what I mean? Uh, so okay, okay. Um, but, that's cool. Continue, you know, please. Anyway. One of the the perks of going and doing this isn't just spending time with my lovely wife. Is that like I you, there's like zero chance you're going to run into Nazis. Kind of a, a perk, you know what I mean? Sure, um, I mean it's yeah. We were there a couple weekends ago, and there are fucking Nazis just <laughs> roaming around. You know this little. Like I said, it's like it's literally five blocks of old white people walking around shopping and and eating and and then out of nowhere, there's this group of uh, biker gang uh, with Aryan Nation and little Nazi symbols on their stuff, and they're just Jesus. You know, just chilling. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, just the juxtaposition of that was like, what the fuck? You'd think, if anything, uh, first of all, who wants to be a Nazi? I mean, I, like, did, did you guys, get, they got the wrong message in history class. I'm not sure where they went. But... <laughs> My lord, what there's like you know kids and these guys are just look window shopping as they stroll down Main Street, Stillwater. I'm trying to visualize this though. So 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 you you instantly see like nothing but like uh, I'm I'm just imagining um, Sons of Anarchy with shaved heads and yeah. and Nazi symbols or what, how do you immediately spot on? They're... It looked exactly like like you're watching Sons of Anarchy, but yeah, they're all like the shaved heads ones. Well, you know, here let me paint the picture for you. We, we were on the patio, uh, kind of overlooking the river, you know, enjoying a uh, I don't know a midday lunch. You know, I think I, I, was, I was thinking I get I had uh, a salmon patty on uh, ciabatta bun with a, a great uh, <laughs> okay, Dijonese sauce on it. Um, and then, yeah. you know, just kind of looking out and enjoying the sun, you know, and here comes some Nazis. <laughs> you know, there's nothing better than having a nice, uh, uh, that, that sandwich you described. It's perfect for Nazi watching, <laughs> like, 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 like bird watching. You're sitting there and you're just like watching, uh, how they, I don't know, how, how they associate and how they, how they socialize and, mm. and how they antique. I yeah. mean, Nazis, Nazis need love antiquing too, right? All right. I mean, you know, they have they're out there. They're just minding their own business, just ch- sharing their Nazisms with everybody around them. Uh, now there is a store that has an old Nazi flag that I've I've seen there. It's been there pretty much since we started going. It's like four grand, and it's supposedly one that was actually flew in Germany. Okay, uh, during yeah. during World War Two. So maybe it's that. Like one of these Nazis just comes every week and, and like looks at this Nazi uh, uh, memorabilia and, and is just like been saving up and wants to make sure nobody bought it while they were. It's like they just go look at the glass and it's just like 50, 50 more sleeps than you're mine. <laughs> Like, uh, like it's a, maybe it's one of those young kids that's being told how to properly save money for purchases. You know what I mean? Like they have mm. those those classes where you know X amount of, of years you'll be able to afford this. This is on the wish list. <laughs> and uh, and I would just like to see the agenda for a Nazi. Like they basically, you know, like uh, six a.m. to noon hate. <laughs> one o'clock and antiquing. <laughs> Noon to one antiquing. Get a light summer salad <laughs> and then back to hate. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you think too. It's like you know because in my head all of these people are they're just Nazis. That's all they fucking are. But they probably like yeah. Cheetos. You know they're, they're, yeah. they probably I mean, live normal lives. They just also hate Jews, blacks, and pretty much anybody who isn't blonde or white. By the way, right. I, n- I never got that. Did you like? What the whole concept that Hitler came up with doesn't it, the whole blonde hair, blue eyed thing? In other words, not Hitler. Hitler described this perfect race that he falls well short of. Where's his ethnic cleansing? Oh yeah, that is true. Yes, the I mean, um, by his own I, standards. I need, to, I need to freshen up on my Mein Kampf uh, reading, <laughs> but uh, but I believe that's that's the general message, is what I understand. Did, um, do you think? But, did Hitler ever do in store book signings for Mein Kampf? <laughs> <laughs> He's at well, Barnes and Noble. My, oh, absolutely. Uh, I recall from the uh, uh, Last Crusade that Indiana Jones got a signature from, got an autograph there from 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 old Hitler. That's a great biopic. <laughs> So I'm a rebel and rogue and I'm always on the run. 
outsiders I think that Nazis get a bad rap about being one dimensional. One dimensional, <laughs> don't you think? It's kind of by their own doing, though. They, they're not a lot of depth yeah, to their their, mes- their message. I mean, I'm sure that at the end of a day of hate, they go home and watch an episode of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> what do you think? Unwind. What about what about besides Nazi antiquing? What about a Nazi at Hobby Lobby. What things are they spelling out with with letters? <laughs> to kill time. See Kyle. <laughs> yeah, something like that, right? Uh-huh. Well, okay, but 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 okay. So going back to your story, though, besides my my tangent. So what do you what do you do? Like you do you do you see them in the same store? Do you see them from a distance? Do you interact? What is the what are the yeah? We saw do? them off and on throughout the day. It was a little uncomfortable, and you you could actually see like their presence was was felt. Let's put it that way. It, it was just off putting, you know, uncomfortable. Um, and you know, look, all I'm saying is, you know, I I can't change who you are, but maybe you could you dress a little more appropriate for the occasion. <laughs> Put on some cargo shorts like a normal guy right now. I mean, look where you're at. <laughs> Read the room, bro. Now, dude, I would like I would like you to be one of those guys that goes up to a Nazi and goes, "Excuse me, please wear your mask, sir." I want to be the guy what who's oblivious that they're Nazis and then accidentally uh, tips over all their motorcycles. <laughs> That's right, Pee Wee's Herman. Yeah. You gotta, I can say, I imagine just you have to escape by doing the tequila dance to avoid uh, <laughs> avoid abuse. But do Nazis wear COVID masks? That's my question. Indoors, you know, uh, no, no, no. This oh. was just before the mask mandate, so I didn't see him wearing any masks. Well, I just think that'd be a good thing. Like, if you have somebody that's refusing to wear a mask, you say, "Listen, even Nazis wear COVID masks, right?" <laughs> oh, damn. You, that could that could be that you could really you could really uh, uh, throw a throw a trumper right into a tizzy. A Nazi pro mask uh, PSA. Even I wear That's a what mask, I mean. and I hate you. <laughs> That's right. Even I hate you, and yet I still wear a mask. That's right. I oh. promote the extinction of your race, and I'm still wearing a mask for you. <laughs> That's right. So, but what kind of things did you see him picking up? And besides, like the uh, the lust of the uh, the awful flag or whatever they want, did you see him picking up any? I don't know, like um, Smurf glasses. Like, any, <laughs> no, I just want to see. Like, I'm imagining them driving off with like some of their 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 their. Uh, I don't know, some like dolls or something like that, oh, or right, whatever yeah. those those old things like strapped to the back of their their uh, their leather jacket uh, as they're leaving yeah. out of town. Almost like one of those kids uh, backpacks that's like a, a teddy bear, except yeah. it's an antique teddy bear anything you see anything i did not I, I didn't see anything like that i didn't actually see him right away either just another day in the life of uh stillwater minnesota well i'll tell you this much i just want to let you know that uh that cobras and fire has been against nazis since since 2015 <laughs> just, just so everybody knows that's our stance five and a half years nazi free but until today <laughs>
Our boy Ace Freely is back with some new music, if you want to call it that. Uh, his, his Origins 2 record is, is coming out uh, sometime, I, don't, I think it said October something, but uh, I'm sure we'll get into that, the, the overall release a little more once we get closer to it. But yeah, he released uh, his cover of the Deep Purple song, Space Truckin', and has kind of a cool animated video with it. Um, I have to admit, when I when I first saw this, I was like, I because I, I really want him to just drop the space gimmick on every, like just stop trying so fucking hard. It's like I'm space. I know. Okay, you're more than that though. Ace. Apparently, he's not though. But I gotta tell you, uh, as far as the this is better than the stuff I heard off Origins one. Um, and maybe the the video helped too. It was kind of cute. Um, but uh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'll i give it a B plus. I, I would listen to it again. Um, I, I still prefer the original, of course, but as far as covers go, not that bad. Okay. Is that your full evaluation? That's enough, yeah. What you got? Okay. I got, uh, I would rather hear a one of these uh, mashups by DJ Cumberbun or <laughs> whatever like that. Because when I heard Space Ace trucking, when he threw Ace into it, yeah. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, that was a bit, that's a bit much. You're going to do the cover. Uh, I mean, is Space Oddity next? Can we just go down a list of, of any famous song that has Space in it and just know that by the time between now and when Ace finally is off this earth, that he will keep keep covering songs with with uh, anything to do with uh you know the galaxy um how was he not in guardians of the galaxy like at least some song was on that he should have been on that soundtrack what do you think about that well maybe that's what he's pining for he's like i just got to release a bunch of you know classic rock space oriented covers and eventually i'll end up on uh oh uh chris pratt's uh walkman (laughs) Exactly. That's his goal. I don't know. It, 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 for me, it doesn't do anything for me. And it's just like, uh, does he say "ack" in it too? In the song? Oh yeah. He does a couple be... little silly references. Um, yeah. It, it, it seems like almost a, like I said, like almost a, a mashup or just a, a, to me, it comes off as a joke. I like, I'm glad that you enjoy it. It's, it's, it's not for me. I watched the, the video is fine. It, it's, uh, you know, if I'm watching it on mute, and we're listening to the original track. It's just, come on, man. And I, I saw the list of songs he's covering again. I'm like, okay, these are all predictable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I figured maybe for, for volume two, he would take a little bit of feedback and say, maybe I should go a little deeper than these predictable covers. But there you go. That, that's, that's, uh, sorry, Aaron Camaro. I don't dig it. Aaron's already, uh, pre-purchased seven copies. <laughs> I'm sure he has every cop. No, uh, he's uh, well. I don't think he's a vinyl guy though. So yeah, at least yeah, he saves right, some money yeah. that way. Well, you can buy it. On he's a CD. C- you can CD man. The CD still. Well, you can pre-buy the CD, but the CD doesn't come in in translucent red, 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 or whatever like that to get the different variants. So at least he's saving some money that way. Yeah. Now I did see. I, I'm going to call a little BS. They're saying they limited it to a thousand copies, and, and one of the versions already sold out. Man, that just seems a lot. Maybe I guess you know kiss kiss collectors are out there though. I mean, they uh, they snatch up multiple copies of, of all this garbage. I guess, but listen, if people are buying a splatter vinyl of Unmasked hmm. for thirty five dollars right now, that was hard for buying. me not to buy. That looked nice, but I am not going to get burned by uh, fucking uh, sound <laughs> music of vinyl, on vinyl, sound, sound of vinyl, vinyl again. And have you heard about the latest fiasco with Dress to Kill? 
Uh, please go ahead. Yeah, I, I didn't get it, but uh, um, that one sold really quick too, and I knew it. Do know it sold out, but uh, one of the the Kiss groups that does talks about vinyl in there. All sorts of stories of people that didn't get it or it showed up damaged and they can't replace it because they don't have any more. I like how they have these things like there's nothing we can do. Make more. Problem solved. You know, these people aren't clamoring to like, I need my record and need it tomorrow. They will be okay. It's like, hey, you know what? We're sorry about that. It's going to be a couple months, but we promise to get you a good product. So they're not offering full refunds, and they're not offering replacements, which is fucking bullshit. Now, this is coming straight off the KISS Online website. So the Tom Shannons of the world can stop defending KISS on this stuff and act like they have no role in it. Anyway, so these people got 10% off a future uh, of, of that purchase, and then when they complained, they got 20% off a future purchase. So they were credited 10% on the Dress to Kill thing, and I saw at least three people that used that 20% to buy this Unmasked record. I'm like... I just, man, buyer beware, man. It's like, how many times you got to get fucked over by Kiss Online or Sound of Vinyl? They're just, they don't have their shit together. I don't think it's intentional. I just don't think they're just well-run companies. I just. Is it music on vinyl or sound of vinyl? Sound of Vinyl is who does the Universal pressings, Universal Music pressings. Okay. I just asked because there's two similar sound companies, sounding companies that I've seen all the time when it comes to special editions of stuff. The fucked up thing here is that a lot of that is why I'll buy some of this stuff only if it's available on Amazon because I know I can at least fucking return the thing for a full refund. True. True. Um, yeah, you're you protected know, there. Give me a break. You, you you acknowledge it was packed poorly and that it showed up damaged and you you don't offer a replacement or a full refund. You know, it has to be one or the other in my book. You know, and again, let's stop acting like making more isn't a possibility. It fucking is you might not want to because it's going to you know, take away from your bottom line but that's the cost of doing business or it fucking should be but man well, here's it, yeah. that unmasked record i oh, i came close because i love that album and that thing looked beautiful but of course it would have showed up like, with just like one little blop of, of color in the corner and you know just not at all <laughs> so like the picture but here's my question um you bought origins one how many times have you listened to that album i never bought origins one I thought you did. I thought you were a completist and you had to get. Uh, that, oh, yeah. The, uh, I think I thought I was going to, but then, man, I just, every time I saw it, I'm like, nah, I don't need it. Oh, man. I, I remember a conversation from a while ago that it was like one of those things that was, you may have had to go into like a rehab because you had to get it even though you didn't like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, okay, no, I, I'm proud of you. Yeah, I thought no. you were. I thought you were one of these guys that had to have all the albums and the offshoots, whether you liked it or not. Like you had to have a copy of Peter Chris's "Out of This World" or whatever the hell that Globe album. I don't was have that one either. But I, if, I, if I see that, I'll, I'll, next time I see that, I'll pick it up. But honestly, I went, <laughs> I went to buy that the day it was released, and there was no copies in the three Best Buys I went to. So uh, and now I've heard the record since, and I'm kind of glad. But yeah, now I just because it, it's hard to get. Uh, if, as long as I can find an affordable copy, I'll, I'll, I'll probably grab it next time I see it. Yeah, well, you were making me proud, but now I'm not proud anymore. Mm.
you know, I, I think we've talked about it uh, off and on since this whole COVID thing hit. But, you know, people are, as time goes on, people are more and more clamoring for live entertainment of, of some sort. Uh, you know, uh, 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 our boy Josh Toomey had D. Snyder on his show, and, and D brought up an interesting point that he feels it's somewhat serendipitous that um, his live album is coming out during this time. You know, he's like, maybe people, you know, this will gra- gravitate toward because they just need anything right now. Um, but but there are sure. places getting uh, creative with trying to do somewhat social distancing concerts. I know that we a while back we 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 shared that story of the one that that was it was actually just like in a club and they had kind of taped off areas where people could stand and and you know it was it was very sparse. It looked like a you know like new band night in in the Twin Cities, but. Uh, there's been a lot of kind of, I don't know, to me, let's just say people are just trying anything right now. They're, they're trying to come up with anything. Uh, did you hear about this, uh, hotel in Calgary there? They call it the balcony bash. It's a hotel room concert series. So basically from look, if you're looking at the, the outside of a hotel, like imagine one that right. has balconies across it and it's got uh, about five, five, uh, Jesus Christ. What's the word? You know, levels. Yeah, five levels. Okay, so yeah. five, five levels of uh, of uh, of five or six levels of of hotel rooms, and all of them with balconies facing out. And then just basically across the way, just on the other side of the swimming pool, it looks like in the picture here, they set up a band, and the people uh, can sit. They they have a maximum of four people per balcony. And you can rent the room, and you can you can stay there, and then you can watch the show there. I'm, I'm, how they package that with the concert ticket and all that stuff, I'm not sure. But I don't know. I thought it was kind of a, a unique thought. It was cool looking. I would like to do it. I think it's awesome. I, I mean, I think uh, that's like basically having a VIP box seat at a arena. If you want to think about it that way, sure. Uh, looking down, looking down, and and but this one's actually set up where probably the band is playing in front of you. You're not on the side, looking forward to the right or whatever like that. So right, yeah. yeah I it's... haven't even I haven't even seen a picture of it, and it sounds like a great concept to me. This one, yeah, I'm not sure how successful it was, but I, the pictures I saw did show a good amount of people. Like you know, it looked like every room was there. So, um, I mean, that hotel better say like if you're planning on sleeping tonight, <laughs> this ain't <laughs> happening. You know what I mean? Like you don't want you don't want a family of four showing up at the wrong hotel. But if this if this is set up to like this is the hotel rock venue. I think that's awesome. I'd like to see that more in the future, past COVID. I think that's a cool experience having a room and a and a view of the sh- of a show. What are your thoughts on it? I, I love it actually. I mean, this is kind of more my speed at this age. You know what I mean? I don't really want to get down <laughs> in right. the pit. You know what I mean? I like to be get get a far enough way back where I'm kind of out of the mix, but close enough to where you can still see and kind of read body language and stuff like that. And, and at bigger shows, that's very difficult. Uh, so I love the idea sitting on a, leaning over a balcony, having a couple Coors lights and, you know, watching some Pink Floyd tribute band. Ah, That's I'm all good with it. (laughs) Oh, was it, it wasn't anybody famous so far. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you know, they're trying to roll this thing out and see how it goes. Uh, I guess at a certain point it's, it's going to have to be, you know, I don't know. A certain level of artist would make it almost, you know, too hard to do, you know, because too many people would want to do it. But right. 
on a bigger uh, artist level, Garth Brooks did that thing where he threw a concert and for $100 a car load, so however many people you could squeeze into the old uh, uh, canning cruiser. Um, mm-hmm. You go to a drive-in movie theater that's showing it, and uh, you he performs a live concert that way. Uh, and you know that was across the country. I, I don't know how many people, how many drive-in theaters are still out there, but uh, I thought that was kind of a unique idea. What do you think of that? Like I'm saying, like that one is the uh, the one I'm, I'm on the fence with because how do you take a piss? Hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, do you, does that come with a big, uh, big gulp that everybody has to piss inside <laughs> of? Or, or are you allowed to? Leave? It's still a movie theater. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So you can actually leave. You can actually leave. Mask up. Go take a piss. Come back to your car. Uh, it's it, it's interesting concept. I like a lot, a lot of those uh, memes out there that show the mosh pit of mm-hmm. the cars, like <laughs> in the uh, the stuff like that. Big, big, big pile up in the front. Um, uh, it's definitely interesting. I don't like to sit down at concerts, so I would be that asshole to be standing through the sunroof, um, uh, blocking people's view out of, <laughs> out of my out, out of my car because I w- I will not sit at a concert. I will go home and go to sleep and watch a DVD. God damn it! I need to be up, man. That's why the porch thing I enjoy. I can stand there. I can fall right. off the porch if I want. I need to keep moving. Yeah, I'm kind of with what are your you. Thoughts? Uh, um, I, I I like the it, the concept is kind of novel, but to me, yeah, it, I, I the quality of the of the sound system at the drive-in would, would matter a lot to me. If I'm listening to this yeah. through my car speakers, I don't want that. I think they should set up a fucking PA, you know what I mean, and the sides of the screen, and then and blast it like that. That would help. Oh wait, wait, wait! Is was this watching it him on a film? Yeah, yeah, you're at live. a drive-in theater. It's across the country at one time. It's like a live event. Oh, so it's oh. It, you're watching it. It's almost like it's telecast to these these drive-ins. Um, nah. Okay, I, I thought he was actually going on like a drive-in tour. <laughs> Sorry, I misread the the information. I guess Garth would not be going would not would not be doing that. But I, I, going to an actual show in a drive-in theater setup, I think is somewhat interesting. I still wouldn't want to sit down in my car the whole time. That's all I was saying. Yeah, Sorry. okay. Well, well, in Germany, they're doing that. And Doro Pesch was one of the first ones, uh, uh, former guest of our show. Uh, she did one, and it was kind of neat to kind of look. She's like walking around the cars and stuff and singing. <laughs> you know, it was a live band and all, and everything. So that that's a little more what, what you're thinking there. Still, yeah. um, I got to tell you, for the most part, while, while I like the idea um, – and again, the the balcony one is is the front runner for me. It does just kind of reek that we're we're trying just a little too hard. That uh, it's just we want sure. something so bad that that we're willing to fucking you know tolerate some of this shit. And, and I'm more like my more, my overall feeling is like we just need to wait until we can go experience the real thing again. Um, so Doro was actually going car, like, like walking down the, yeah, the she's like, she hopped and, like, off talking. the stage and walked around the cars while she sang. And, you know, maybe she jumped on a hood and did some sexy pose. And then remembered she's like 52 <laughs> and broke a hip or something. I don't know. <laughs> did like a tawny catane. Yeah. Something like whatever that. Whatever. <laughs> That's but, uh, nice. Well, you, you think she's a you think she's a complete smoke show. So there you go. Yeah, I, she still brings the heat, if you ask me. But uh, right, that's what I mean. Yeah. Physically, okay. well, you know, it's, her it's body is as old as it is. So I can't believe there's a whole lot of jumping on hoods of cars going on right now. <laughs> the, well, I just oh, want to bless see her. If, she's probably better shape than me. Fuck. 
Well, what, what if what if you go to a concert though, and then at the end of the concert, you have to you have to file a claim with Geico because the lead singer jumped <laughs> on your hood. Uh, what? Did, no, you got to be State Farm because like we covered it. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Bum, bum, oh, bum, oh, that's bum, right. The bum, farmers. Bum. We've done uh, it's the farmers ad. There you go. Doro uh, Pesh landing Dor- on your car. <laughs> Doro Pesh ended up in your hood at a driving concert. Bum, 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 we've bum, seen bum. it. Okay. We've covered it. All right. I like it. All right. Uh, well, there's one other one that you had. So Mustache, I mentioned this last one. They've been doing these random live concerts uh, at golf courses, boat piers, and things like that. And they had one that I don't know what's going on with the latency if you try to watch this video. But the but the, they actually had in some downtown area in Sweden somewhere. Sweden. Uh, that, uh, uh, they, they were in the, something that was similarly named for what was the name of the... Uh, the whole death metal truck wasn't called Hell Truck or something. Oh, Hell's Ge- Hell's General. Hell's General. This was Hell Production was the company, and they apparently, I guess they've done this before. Will will uh, out will rig up a semi trailer that's open, completely uh, set up like you know Marshall stacks and everything, and just slowly go five to ten miles per hour, <laughs> disturbing the peace in a loop. Um, they played a 40-minute concert, and the concert actually ends with the police coming out and telling them to get the hell out of here and getting them some noise ordinance thing. But yeah, so they did. They just did a concert where they were just going around in a circle, just like absolutely just cranking the volume and doing a full sh- full out uh, uh, mustache show somewhere in, in Sweden. So that's like, the, that's the new one. Traveling concerts. It's like that docking video. Uh, it's not love. They did that in there. They're just driving around LA on a flatbed. Oh, they did? Okay. Uh, and actually, because Flip did that. Uh, Flip, uh, for publicity, though, not because they couldn't play anywhere, uh, you know, because of COVID. Right. They On the release day, their, their album came out on, on April 15th, which is tax day here in the United States. And mm-hmm. so they went down to the post office in, in Minneapolis and parked in front of that until they, the cops came and shut them down. But Interesting. Yeah, all this creativity. I, I like the the monster truck one uh, the best, probably. Other than the fact that you have to keep moving to see the whole show. Mm-hmm. But didn't we? Hey, we kind of pitched that with one of our first Cobra Fest, right? That we were, the the whole thing was going to be on horseback. <laughs> That's right. I was going to be on horseback. <laughs> the right. fans have to be on horses. It's a moving show. You have to a you have to a know how to ride a horse. B you've got to. Uh, Oh, we need to learn how to ride a horse too. Now that I think about it, but yeah. it's it's constantly moving. We go we go town to town uh, with uh, uh, with corpse of doc with corpse of doc and just strapped to the back like the uh, like the top of the uh, of the station wagon in Christmas Vacation with the dead body. That's what we do. Uh, yeah, we we follow the 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 route of the Jesse James gang bank robbery. Uh, oh, that's right. I forgot that we actually had a, a whole course mapped out. Yeah, uh, it would well, happen too, things. but COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, COVID once again ruined it. Uh, and mm. uh, no, no refunds. We postponed it, um, uh, but we give you ten percent off any future future ticket purchases. I think year three is thirty percent off.
Last time we talked, we were get, got into a little bit about Great White uh, playing that concert in the middle of nowhere um, and getting some shit because of, you know, wasn't a lot of social distancing going on there. There wasn't people wearing masks. Well, Mitch Malloy has striked back, baby. He has not apologized for anything, according to him. Did you see this? Kind of. I mean, I looked at it and and uh, uh, I couldn't completely read it, of course, because of the shine from his teeth, as usual. <laughs> Continue. Well, he leads with fake news. I told you once the, the truth came out, something like that, we, you know, we would be vindicated. And he has this super grainy, like it, this thing was zoomed in 400 times of three people next to each other wearing a mask. There it is, people. Suck it. They were wearing masks. Yeah, those fucking three people were. And look, I don't care where you stand in this kind of stuff. That is not conclusive evidence to, to prove any. It doesn't prove anything. doesn't prove anything wrong. And watch the coverage, the video footage. There's plenty of it out there, Mitch. Oh, weren't you that guy in Van Halen? I get asked that a lot. You know, maybe, the like you said, it's the gleaning of his own teeth blinds him a little bit. But... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, seriously, how many hours did he spend <laughs> scoping through all this video just to find these random three people who happen to be wearing a mask? And, and you, I can't even tell if they're people. It's so grainy. You know, <laughs> so those might be masks. I don't know. Um, but he, he commented a little bit further, and I think uh, we should at least touch on it because we, we got into that. I like anything, any, any kind of quotes from, from Mitch Malloy are always welcome on this show. Well, he was in Van Halen, you know. Yo, weren't you that guy in Van Halen? I get asked that a lot. I know. That's why we have. That's what I mean. Every, everything he says is, is relevant. Mitch Malloy is a hero of mine. He's not a person that, that sits around and waits for history to be written about him. He makes history. I don't want to be known as the, the crazy guy who goes around saying he's in Van Halen. Well, in a sense, deleted post. I uh, can't imagine why he pulled it down since he's a man of conviction. Uh, and he was in Van Halen. Sure. Uh, he shows that picture. He, uh, he shared that, that, that grainy ass photo I talked about. And he said, front row, great white show at First on First. That was the name of the event. Uh, in my hometown of Dickinson, North Dakota. So apparently this is, his, is where he grew up. Um, ah. But uh, it's also, by the way, the birthplace of Van Halen. Um, fake news said no masks, no social distancing. I kept saying otherwise, and this picture proves my point. I never apologized and never will. It was an awesome gig at my good buddy's festival for my hometown crowd. First of all, in this picture, the, the three women that, that are wearing the masks are conveniently cropped to not show any of the heads right behind them. 
and <laughs> I see nine total bodies in this photo. There's zero social distancing. Again, I don't care where you stand on this. If you're some nut that thinks this is all bullshit and a hoax, fine. But this is his point. His point is they wore masks and they social distancing. I've seen the video footage. I, we caught, talked about it. Go back to our last episode. We, we get into it a little bit. They might have been fucking power tapping the, off the same keg all night. You know what I mean? But uh, I don't know. Sure. Just shut up. You know what I mean? I thought the initial apology from Great White just made it worse. And this really does. It's just just shut your fucking mouth. I don't understand why you feel you need to keep going on about this. You're just Mitch Malloy from Dickinson, North Dakota. It's not like you're Stevie Nicks. Jesus, man, no one gives a fuck. You literally, Listen, people cared about as long as it took for them to pretend to be outraged on social media and then carried on with their life. Mitch, you should have just let this go because now I'm, I'm now I'm actually mad at you. Now I don't like your teeth anymore. I hope they fall out. <laughs> Listen, I, well, I think it's funny. I think you're right, though. He did crop this uh, yeah. very tight, right? I mean, well, look at that. I mean, but the, but the, the funny thing about this is is that you can easily. And that's what I'm talking about. Like selective. You talk about fake news or, or like slanting the story because on the original video, you can see a whole line of of antiquing Nazis wearing masks <laughs> in, in 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 the video. And he, which could have helped them, but then of course, because they're na- Nazis, he cut them out. I mean, do the full full story, right? Uh, no. N- next week, uh, Mitch is going to find the one black person in the crowd and say, "See, I'm not racist." <laughs> exactly. See, yeah, I do have a black fan. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That's kind of the equivalent. It's probably a little. That's probably a little nastier. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm definitely not accusing Mitch of any racist comments. I'm not aware of any, anyway. No, I I'm mean, making a joke, he, not an actual what, observation. Yeah. But but with that said, I mean, uh, his teeth are very white, mm, almost too white. You know what I mean? <laughs> almost. That's what I mean. <laughs> I think Hitler. I think Hitler would approve of those teeth. Oh, Hitler would have been fucking chopping those things out and making porcelain plates out of them. <laughs> That's the that's the that's the dream of, of, of Hitler, I think, is how how, the, how teeth should look. <laughs> that's the master. That's the master. That's the master teeth race. Hey, Mitch is blonde. That's what I mean. And blue eyes. Good luck. Wait a second. We just tied everything together. I think we, I think we have with our very our very bad research. Oh man. Uh, where does this go? I think this easily segues into an Aussie story. Yeah, let's uh, jump ahead here. Uh, uh, but uh, Ozzy, one thing that, that I've always wanted from Ozzy, basically I crave it all the time, is one more documentary, please. Let's do another one. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, apparently A&E is putting together an unnecessary two-hour documentary on Ozzy Osbourne. Um uh, called the Nine Lives of Ozzy Osbourne. I guess what was the joke I shared with you? Like more like uh, it's, it's one documentary for every year, you know, or, or for every life. Oh, I oh easily, yeah. It wasn't there five years of a documentary on MTV. Oh my God, yeah. Well, yeah. There, there's the Osbournes if you want to count that, but yeah. What there was just say Ozzy. 
Um, his son did one. What was that called? Uh, See you on the other side or something like that. I don't know. I just uh, I didn't know that existed. So there's that. Ozzy has too, uh, too much of two things: live albums and documentaries. I just there. What else is there to say? <laughs> is this the one where he says, you know, I probably should have been dead ten times by now? I think so. Yes, you're going to get that quote. And um, who is the uh, guitar player after uh, Randy Rhodes? I'm pretty sure it's going to be Zach Wild. Oh, you think they're going to skip over that whole era? With they your always boy? do every fucking time. It's like, oh, you know, Jake was in the band, but then Zach came along. Thank God. Uh. <laughs> your impression? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> okay. That make, I mean, basically, that, uh, I'm not good at voices, but I'm pretty sure if I end every sentence, with, blah, 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 then, it, then it is Ozzy. What do you think? Yeah. Could um, it be identified? <laughs> I th- well, yeah, you might as well. You they, they might as well just call you to to do the uh, voiceover work for the documentary. <laughs> That's right. Just read just anything you give me. And supposedly like, he's working on a, a new album too. I look. We didn't. We haven't really gotten a health update. I, I, I think his trip to Sweden or wherever he was going for that kind of uh, oh uh, yeah. stem cell treatment or what camera what it was to deal with uh, it was Parkinson's, right? I, I haven't heard any update on that or how he's doing. I mean, obviously we hope the best there, but uh, the fact that he's supposedly working on another record is encouraging, uh, unless he's working with that Andrew Watt guy again. <laughs> but oh boy, that, wh- what about? Um... Hey, you by know, the way, I gave ordinary man a spin. Early, I gave ordinary man yeah. a spin earlier in the week. Not that bad. Okay, yeah. I think there's three good songs, three or four good songs on songs on it. The rest of it, eh. what do you think? <laughs> <Yeah>. Every review. <laughs> <laughs> but I would instead of an Aussie documentary, can I tell you what I would like to see from Aussie? Yeah, what's that? So I'm not His sure if you penis. know this, but uh, uh, say it again. His penis? No. Uh, <laughs> but thank you for going that direction. Um, I'm not sure if you know this, but, but Waze, the app Waze, W-A-Z-E. You've used it or have not used it? Yeah. Okay. So you can actually download different voices. You know, you got to like uh, d- d- to tell you the directions. But I would like to have Ozzy on that app giving you directions, telling you to go left or right, things like that. What do you think <laughs> about that? Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd download it, yeah. Okay, because you can do the places cookie. I already knew how to go, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> but it's 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 like the regular app, except Ozzy gives you complete wrong directions and where you're going. Right? It's all opposite. Oh, man, and yeah. uh, can you do it? Like like if you're coming up to a to a turn and it's like uh you know a quarter mile away, can you do Ozzy telling you about that? Uh, to go to, to go left, I should be dead. <laughs> That's what I mean. Goes like, just like just he, he almost kills Ozzy, like, you. He's like, oh, you're still alive. Shit, we should be dead by now. <laughs> That's right. But it's a, no, it's just the same thing. It's just like like a, in a quarter mile, take a, take a left hand turn. <laughs> it's all coherent. And then, blah, blah. <laughs> yes, blah, blah, blah. and I think this is a random quote about like. Uh, uh, what's like a, how about, like a how about when you when you don't take a left and you take a if you don't take a left when you take a right he's like all right now yeah exactly that's what I mean it could be that that would definitely be one that would be on there uh, left now
favorite streaming services spotify made a, a bit of uh, a splash in the headlines recently loose did you happen to see this i think i shared it with you well, I, I, you know it's one of your thousand posts so i believe i remember it <laughs> yeah. i'm surprised you haven't resent it to me in a private message and saying did you should check this out dude they have a ceo um his name is daniel eck and he mm. the, the headline here is artists can't record music every three or four years and think that's going to be enough yeah. um now we've talked quite a bit about how uh, streaming has really ushered in a, a new wave of wealth for the services and for the labels, but not for the artists. And um, that that there doesn't seem to be any effort for anybody to rectify that. And I think a com- a comment like this just shows you the mindset and short sightedness of some of this stuff. Now, but to be devil's advocate, I'll, I'll I'll explain a little bit about what his point is. He's basically saying. You need to have more content out there. More content equals more streams. More streams equals more money. So on the face, what he's saying isn't that that big a deal. But if it's all right, I, I could step back a little bit and, and, and put a little personal perspective on the artist end of it. Is, is that okay with you? So you consider yourself an artist? Oh, very much so, yes. yes. Okay. C- continue with uh, – l- let me hear some of your creative output. Okay. Um when we were recording the, the the first Jesus Christ record, actually the first three were all done pretty much in the same studio in the same way with roughly the same budget. And we were not doing any cover gigs, you know, like playing cover tunes. We were only doing original stuff, which mean we made no money. Any money we ever made in a, on a, doing doing the original stuff uh, didn't even cover the, the the cost to do the actual show. Um, so, you know, we were basically working to pay for recording time. So we had to factor in a lot of stuff. You know, we ended up going with a studio that, that charged $30 an hour, which even at that time was really cheap. And you kind of get what you pay for is all I'm getting there. Well, what we got in exchange was more time. We wanted to get more product out there. But even for me, I can tell you uh, when you're sitting there, and even it's my first experience, rather than being blown away by, wow, I'm in a studio behind a board. Like we got the glass. There's a vocal booth, all this stuff set up. And I enjoyed the process, and I learned a lot. But at the, at the same time, I, I was frustrated pretty much the entire time that I couldn't do what I wanted to, and largely because of time and money. And my basic premise is, yeah, there's guys like Desmond Child who can crank out 100 hits in a decade and things sure. of that nature. But to me, all the great albums of my life, the, the ones that, that I listen to, and I'm not talking about one, my albums. I'm saying that the records that I think are, are, are masterpieces, they're not created typically in a in a crunch you know what i mean it's like hey we only got you know like like a episode of you know uh extreme makeover home edition or something like that where it's like oh my god the family's on the way back and we haven't even built anything you know oh, it, it, you know okay it's not like to me greatness doesn't come that way now i can it, it can strike quick there's songs i've written that probably took three minutes to write and there's songs that i've basically sat on and, and brought back a bunch of times so 
I can tell you that one of the reasons I built my own little studio in my basement was largely to control that aspect. Uh, and while I had to, there was a whole learning curve I, I, I put a, that came along with that, it freed me up at least to put the time in that I thought I wanted to and, and, and try to achieve what I was going for. And I can't imagine being somebody on, on, on a higher end that, that's actually, you know, got some money behind them or a label or any type of thing. And then and still having to like feel like, well, I, I only have a little bit of time to do this because then I have to go out on the road and I got a tour and I got a tour and a tour and I got to give a bit of my money to this prick, to this prick and this prick. And all this time, these people are getting wealthy off the backs of the product that, that, that's making them wealthy. And so when this little shit fucking comes out and says something like that, it's like, I'm, I'm just fucking sick of the smugness. You know what I mean? Hide behind the fucking curtain. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Be happy that you're getting as fat off the, 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 the talent that you don't have. And go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? I, I really just, I want to fucking dump a big old steamy piece of shit down this guy's throat. I, I, I just, how out of touch? You know what I mean? Fuck you. You know what? There's a lot of people out there that don't do this so that they can be a, Cabillionaire, and I just think Spotify is—it's—it's it's not the only service. You know what I mean? It's not really different if you're using a different one. So this isn't about streaming. This isn't about Spotify. It's about that same bullshit where we just act like, well, music's really important to me. Well, if it is, try to fucking get it to the artist because without them, there's nothing. And it just seems like we, we, we've just turned a blind eye once more. I got into this with Toomey a little bit, and his biggest defense was we've always fucked over musicians. Record labels have always done it in the past. And I'm saying, let's stop! Let's, and how about this? How about we not make headlines saying, look, my greedy ass is telling you you're going to be broke unless you fucking crank out more music. Fuck you. The floor is yours. Okay, uh, are you okay? Do you need a Do you need a, a drink real quick? Or oh, I have a drink. A lo- yeah, yeah, I'm ready. What about What about, what about a lozenge? You might, you might, your 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 throat might be a little dry after that. Yes, lozenge. You know, no? I'm I'm gonna need a little help getting down off this soapbox. It's pretty giant. Okay, well, I gotta tell you, I have uh, a differing opinion of the situation. Well, let's hear Matt. this fucking nonsense. Uh, did I did I intro you that way? Did I say did I did I say lips through this fucking nonsense from you? No, I gave it a floor. No one gives a crap what I think. Okay, well nobody gives a crap what I think too. This is, remember my my point is the thirty second skip ahead. So here's my point. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done with loose cannon. Back to back. And that's all the time we have. That's right. Uh, Rock's not dead. Uh, goodbye. Uh, okay, so here's the deal. First off, what's this guy's name again? Ek? Ook? Eek. Ek. Uh, yeah, his name is Gross Face McPoopy Nuts. <laughs> well, listen. Gross Face McPoopy Nuts is my hero. This guy is exactly what the music industry is looking for. First off. No talent. Is... <laughs> Sit on your ass. Okay, did I interrupt you? I'm sorry. Okay. Now. Now. Uh, Shit, shit, shit face McPoopy Nuts. Is that what his name is again? Yep. Okay. This guy has a plan. First off, I like the fact that he looks at the music industry like a plantation order looks at slaves. <laughs> he just, you got to get back on that field and put on your fucking work. You cannot, listen, this is the same mentality 
that the Beatles have. You say people can't work under a deadline. Look at the fucking Beatles. They were they were just pushed and pushed, and within five six years, some of the best music that's ever been released. In the seventies, bands are putting out things every six months. That's how you make a fucking living. You get down there and you put in the goddamn work. Don't be putting out your album every four years like a Def Leppard or five years or whatever like that. No, you put out as much content as possible. You promote yourself. And you and you make money for the man. You make money for a Shrek man. Okay? And who gives and, a fuck you, if it's any good? Just fucking do it. That's right. You get the clicks. Listen, you put out all the links you want. And and people like like myself, we I respect Spotify. Spotify is my God. And my God, we better get some more product out there, Baco. So I am on the side of this man. McPoopy Nuts, McFarland. King. Uh, King. Not, for nothing, not for nothing, the Beatles stopped touring in 66, so. Exactly, and stop, you don't even need to have that, that thing. Right now, it's the perfect time. It's COVID. You use that extra time. You don't even have a choice. You're not touring for the next year, probably. Get to work. I expect two albums from every artist that I like within the next uh, 12 months. What say you? I say let's get these guys some money, uh, the artists. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I, I don't care. Look, format it's changed. No format's ever been perfect, and, and it's just the, the way things work. You know what I mean? This is what people want now. They they, they want all their, their music on their phone on an inconvenient Convenience, player. yes. Yeah, they want convenience. They want, I, I want to... They no. want any phone call or text to interrupt whatever they're listening to because that's convenient. Not to mention that 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 ten seconds you have to wait in the car or you know till your Bluetooth actually connects to it. That's that's fucking convenient as hell. Uh, but no, it's really not about streaming. I don't care. Whatever it, it is, what it is. Uh, pick your own format. But this one, more than any other format in history, and that includes getting your fucking song played on radio, screws the artist more than it, than it ever has. And it's you know the, the idea that we're we're just not taking steps. I don't even know how to fix it at this point because it, the the solution is easy: you get less, you get less, and they get more. How fucking hard is that? And get this man some more payola, some bribes, and let's get this party started. Uh, and to your plantation uh, uh, analogy. You know what a plantation yeah. owner had? A fucking what? plantation. He had to pay for that. A shitload of land. This guy has a goddamn hard drive. That's it. And so what, he fucking sits around and hires a couple of geeks to fucking come up with a new algorithm? Oh, oh, oh. You know, and he's, he's fucking masturbating on you porn going, hey, that's a good idea. I should fucking come up with a music version of this. Yeah, I don't know where masturbating and porn came from. I just like talking about but... jerking off. That's all. That's... Okay, that's, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, you know, looking at this guy's face, it looks like he's currently in the middle of doing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> the old looks kind of shocked. <laughs> this picture of this guy. Go, go pull him off, Mister uh, Mister Shrek or whatever. Ak, ek, ak, ook. Yeah, Listen. his face looks like he he just caught like somebody watching porn on a on a computer at work, and he just kind of like looking over. He's like, is that Asian Subway? Listen, I gotta tell you, if it, like I, we all say, you here, know, he's got a free ones account. <laughs> free ones? That's that's a classic. You pulled that out from like mm. fifteen. This is a dial-up site. Anyway, uh, not that I know. But here's the thing, I gotta tell you, is that uh, uh, what I what we recommend always is you stream responsibly and you end up purchasing the artists you like on an inferior and inconvenient format for twenty dollars to thirty dollars a shot, like I have with vinyl. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure, whatever. 
that's that's how you support the artist. The end. Anything else? I just no. I actually think we just need to get to where the money is actually getting to the artist with streaming. It's there. It, mm-hmm. the, there's the, there's never been more money in the music industry apparently, and it's only going to people who do nothing to create the music and to fucking sit on your fucking ivory tower and go make more music. <laughs> Minion, yeah. He's a mustache twirler, Baco. But and listen, apparently he's calling the cops on you. Yes, yes, that's the sound effects. They don't like this. They don't like this. Uh, <laughs> this, this, this conversation. Speaking out against the man. But listen, I got to tell you, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I have no more points. I never had a point. What do you? What else do you have to say about this? I think we have to wrap this up. I'm about to have a about to sweat in my uh, mobile studio. You get that pun. Aaron Camaro? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, look, I obviously got on my high horse and ranted, and uh, uh, so I, I it, my my stance is clear: uh, the art is more important than the platform, uh, and that that's why the same art moves from platform to platform to platform. So, uh, Spotify, you're the flavor of the month now. I really hope uh, you get hit by a bus, uh, CEO. Uh, <laughs> poop, poopy face, chicken nugget balls. I don't know, whatever. Yes, we we do need to come up with a better name for him. <laughs> but it's good enough. I never thought I, I would hear that word today. But I think this is good. We've hit we've hit we've hit all spectrums. We've we even just talked. You know what? I think he might be a he might be a streaming Nazi. What do you think? That's the oh, connection there. This guy's totally a Nazi. If he had hair, it was probably bl- be blonde. That's right. Yeah. So you can't trust that Spotify <laughs> Nazis. They're everywhere, man. You gotta watch out. Well, if our fans want to catfish us or listen to any of our shows, how can they do that, Baco? Well, you can hear us every Thursday night on the Uncontrolled Noise Radio Network. That is Noise with a Z. Every Thursday at ten o'clock Eastern, uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash Cobras and Fire. Our Twitter handle is at Cobras Fire. So if you're on Twitter. Please swing by there and give us a follow. Uh, you can join all the f- uh, hilarity that goes on in our Facebook group, a private group, so select members only. Cobra's yeah. on fire. You basically just search Cobra's on fire in Facebook. You'll find it. And, of course, you can find your way to all these places by going where, Luce? To cobrasandfire.com, where you'll find every episode we've ever done neatly categorized and also the sidecast, whatever, never mind. You'll find all of those episodes as well. And if you're listening right now, please leave a review on whatever app you're using. Uh, those reviews help the show get a little bit of uh, you know, notoriety and, and uh, uh, status, stature, whatever you want to say. It helps us out, man. It's a way to help us out for free. So re- reviews help the show gain expi- uh, exposure, and we may just read them on a future episode. So there's that little yes. uh, a tip for you. But uh, Exactly. Plus, if you just t- uh, tap on the little eye or, or information icon or whatever app you're using, you'll find all the names of the songs uh, and artists that we've featured on the on the show today to go by and support rock and roll. And if you're uh, anywhere near Lafayette, Indiana, Luce locked his keys outside of his car, so go track him down and help him out. There. <laughs> That's correct. All right, man, you want to get out of here? Yeah, it's been fun. All right. Rock's not dead. It's in the back of an antique store getting fingered by a Nazi.
You're, you're breaking up there. Um, I was going to do it for the Aussie thing. Is you just do that? So we... Now you're here. Your car beeping. Now is it okay? Now? Yep. Sounds good. Still recording. All right. Everything's good. What about me? Am I breaking up? Uh, to say a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit. You are. Yeah. Up, breaking up. Yep. Yeah. Let me. I, what I don't understand is when you're in the same place and yeah. then the the uh, the bars change when you're not moving. So hold on. Do to do. Okay. Here we go. How about now? Is this okay? Yeah, that sounds really good. All right. Go ahead. Last time we got together, well, oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I was, I was going to say, I was going to ask you for the Aussie thing that we have some, uh, well, no, do your thing. I'll, I'll just surprise you with it with oh, the Aussie right. thing. Cool. See how it goes. You sure? All right. Yep. Last time, all right. Is there a big latency or did you just respond really late? Is there latency right now? If you're, yeah, that's like is four or five seconds. God damn it. You sound fine. Oh, but there's latency? Yeah, it's, it, either that or you're waiting five seconds to respond. <laughs> why, why don't you say something to me and I'll respond immediately. Okay. Uh, hi, Luz. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for Yeah, asking. that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So maybe the latency was just me being latent. Could be. Yeah. I'd... All right. All right. I'm, I'm pulling over to the side here now and trying again this fucking LTE coverage. <laughs> All right. I just, that's the reason. Here we go. <laughs> yep. Go ahead. All right. You're committed to the bit. Your commitment is, is uh, endearing uh, and yes. uh, inspirational. Okay. Continue, please. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at fantasy points. Fantasypoints.com code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.